Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a very special story. It's actually something I read about. It's a story which happened to a shliach who is um, a shliach for people in the military. He's what's called a chaplain in the military, and he deals a lot with... Um, with veterans, people who were in the military and now they're older and um, he helps them connect with Yiddishkeit, with Judaism and also some younger veterans. I'm sure he deals with some regular soldiers as well. And he tells an amazing story. Now, I like to tell stories of the Rebbe, um, but telling the story of a shliach of the Rebbe is not a contradiction to that. Because shliach is halachically like the person. Shliach shel adam kamaisai. That when you send a shliach, you send someone to do something for you, he, he or she is halachically like you. If you send a shliach to build a shul, or to make a community, or to put on to film with somebody, or give someone a candle to light for Shabbos, if you're sending the person, you're the mishaleach, you're the one who's sending, then the shliach is really like an extension of yourself. In fact, even more than extension, there's an opinion that the shliach is like the mishaleach, or even mamish-like. Different levels, it's a it's a whole uh, subject by itself. In any case, this shliach of the Rebbe um, one time went to a meeting of other chaplains, other rabbis whose job was, military chaplains that is, whose job was uh, helping soldiers. I'm sorry, not they were not all rabbis. He was the only rabbi there. It was a meeting of chaplains uh, to the military, which, which means uh, he was the only rabbi there, but there was another 40 or so chaplains, which means lahavdil, non-Jews, who are priests or ministers or whatever, and they try to help soldiers to get close to their um, religion, hopefully getting close to Hashem. So, one of the ministers that was there uh, was um, giving a talk, and his name was uh, Asher, his first name was Asher. And he was a minister, like a Methodist or some other non-Jewish religion. And so our rabbi, who was a chaplain there at that meeting, was quite curious. Uh, since when does a Methodist minister have a name Asher, which is a, one of the one of the twelve shvatim right out of the Torah? So he later on went over to talk to this Asher, and he asked him if he ever, um, you know, if, if he has any Jewish ancestors. And he said, yeah, as a matter of fact, my mother and father uh, were both Jewish. Really? Okay. Uh, what's the story? So he said, well, we I grew up in the Ukraine. And at that time, there was a lot of anti-Semitism. And therefore, um, my parents could not teach me about Judaism and I had to go to a non-Jewish school. And so, you know, uh, therefore, you know, I became a minister. Well, 
the rabbi said, you know that you are as Jewish as me. If your mother's Jewish, and her mother was Jewish, and her mother was Jewish, you're as Jewish as me, you're as Jewish as Moses. Really? said Asherah. But, but I converted and everything. He said, no, doesn't make a difference. A Jew is a Jew forever and ever. As a matter of fact, you could have a bar mitzvah right now. I have a pair of tefillin here, and I'll help you put on the tefillin. And the tefillin is what a boy does when he gets to be 13 bar mitzvah. So let's do it. So have a bar mitzvah right on the spot. Okay. He rolled up his sleeve, did a bar mitzvah. But you know what the rabbi said? Let's make, let, 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 let me talk to the, the head, uh, the head chaplain over here who's in charge of this whole event. And I think that everybody would probably enjoy if we, if we, um, uh, put on the film with you as your bar mitzvah, um, officially, like, in, as a, make a whole, uh, event of it. Okay, fine, said Asher. So, sure enough, the next day, there was a whole arrangement. The, the head chaplain in charge arranged there would be food for everybody, and uh, the rabbi gave a speech about what a bar mitzvah is and about why Asher has the um, obligation to put on tefillin, and now we're celebrating it. And everybody was very interested. And in front of everybody, he put on tefillin with Asher. I'm not sure actually if it was the first or second time. And he starts telling him, okay, so this is what Tefillin is and so forth. Now I will show, I will tell you what words to say. And the rabbi said, say the word Shema. So Asher said Shema. Then the rabbi said, say the word Yisrael. He said Yisrael. And all of a sudden, Asher said, Using Hashem's name, Hashem Lokeno Hashem Achad. And he began to cry. Whoa, amazing. How did that happen? The rabbi said. Well, because when I was a little boy, I, I guess I heard all these words. And, um, so it was in there someplace, even though I'd forgotten. And that was the happy event. Now, hopefully the end of the story was <laughs> that he, Stopped being a Methodist minister, and he learned more and more about Yiddishkeit and, until he dropped the whole religion and hopefully the whole non-Jewish religion became uh, from Jew. Uh, but I don't know if that was the end of the story. I just uh, maybe the story is still in progress. But that was the story. But what I'd like to add in is how in the world is it that a person like that, who for so many years is involved in a non-Jewish religion with many ideas that they learn totally opposite of Torah. And then, all of a sudden, he's ready to put on tefillin, and it affects him so deeply, and all of a sudden he remembers these Jewish words. And of course, as you know, many times these stories end up that the person (laughs) becomes totally involved in in Judaism. How how is it? what, what, What makes that change? And I think that the answer is learned from our Parsha this week, which this week we are learning now, this year, Parsha's Baloscha. And Baloscha means when you will bring up. That's what the word means. It's about the Kohen Gadol, 
lighting the menorah in the base of Mikdash, usually the Kohen Gadol, lighting the menorah in the base of Mikdash, you have to go up on three steps. Some say that's what, when you go up, refers to. But Rashi says that baloscha, meaning go up, instead of just using the word for lighting a menorah, Rashi says that what it means is that you have to light it until it goes up by itself, until the flame goes up by itself, until the flame is burning independently. So that's the way we have to light the menorah in the base of Mikdash. We can't just light it and let it go out. We have to light it until it goes up by itself. And this teaches us something also about how we relate to our fellow Jew. Many times, many times we have the opportunity to um, teach another person taita or help them do a mitzvah. And that is, so to speak, lighting them up, helping to light them up. But how is it that we have to teach such a person? We can't just teach them one time, put on film with a person one time. No, we have to keep on teaching them. We have to teach, keep on putting on film with them or helping them light Shabbos candles or keeping kosher and learning with them and learning with them until their soul is burning on its own. That is, when we are teaching another person something, it's kind of like lighting a menorah, but when the person has learned enough that they are now on their own inspired, and they are learning on their own and doing mitzvahs on their own, that is similar to what Rashi says about the menorah, that we have to light it until it's burning on its own. And so this is the um, this is one of the big principles, one of the big ideas that when it comes to helping people who are not close to Yiddishkeit, not close to Torah mitzvahs, to get closer, that we can't just say, well, I put on film with that person one time, or I gave that person a Shabbos candle one time. We have to try to keep in touch with that person and help them and light them up, light up their, light up their Jewish souls until it's burning on its own. And this maybe is also connected to the Rambam, where the Rambam discusses different pasukim, which Bilaam said, Bilaam the prophet, the evil prophet, which he said about some, about David and Melech and about Mashiach. And one of the pasukim that he said about Mashiach was, that a star will come out from Yaakov. A star will come out from Yaakov. And... There are actually two Perushim about this. There's one explanation that it refers to Mashiach, and which that's what Rambam is using the Pasuk for. But others have our Chachamim say that it refers to every single Jew, that every single Jew is like a star descended from Yaakov, coming out from Yaakov. And really the two are connected because each of us actually has a spark of Mashiach inside of us. This is the pintalayid, as it's called, the, the, the point, the essence of a Jewish person. And this is what we were talking about before. What is it that makes a per- Jewish person want Judaism even if they haven't been trained in it? And this is the way we know that we could always succeed to bring another Jewish person close to, close to Torah and Mitzvahs. Because every Jew has that spark of Mashiach, that Kochav, that star, that spark within them, which is really a spark of the Neshama of Mashiach, their essence of a Jewish person. And because we know that that spark is there, we know that we don't have to change the person 
into something they're not. We just have to light up, fan the flame, so to speak, which is already in there. And therefore, we know that each and every one of us, through our own learning of Taita and our own doing of mitzvahs, especially learning about Mashiach and Geula, but all topics in Yiddishkeit, all topics in Taita, and, and as well, helping other people from Avis Yisrael, from love of our fellow Jew, to help another person also learn about Taita mitzvahs and also learn how to keep Taita mitzvahs. Much success to you and to me and to all of us. We should bring Mashiach quicker, immediately if not sooner. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.